So I went and I told my doctor, I'm like, listen, like, you know, obviously they want to provide like nausea medication. They want to provide narcotics. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to, yeah, too many. And I don't want to have more pills. I'm already. So before every chemo session, I would smoke like three or four blunts Mm -hmm. (laughs) and walk in there (laughs) super high with my big old glasses. And, you know, as soon as I walk out, I would do the same thing. And I would walk out. I'd call my daughter and I'd be like, "Okay, babe, get ready. We're going to go shopping. We're going to do this. We're going to go eat just so I could keep my mind off of it. I'd smoke my blunt Mm -hmm. and keep it moving. And it helped me. Yeah, it helped me so much throughout the process because it was like, yeah, it helped me cope with it. And it wasn't like. It was like, okay, as soon as I get here, I'm going to just blaze it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. feel better. Like, that's where my mindset was. Yeah. You know, I tricked my mind, basically. Yeah. Placebo. Yes. Placebo effect. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. And instead of like, oh, I need to take medication, you know, I yeah. wasn't there. You know, yeah. I was not, I didn't even shift to that, you yeah. know? Once, five, stole them 20s. Looking down in the club, throw no money. Didn't want me, it's so funny. Now nah, they get killed, go get her or go for me. I done made a couple of hundred through pandemic. Hard six Vegas like P, no damn limit. Yo ass nigga, money was short, that damn midget. Lifestyle rubbers won't work, I can't fit it. Then he plus the fuck a Netflix. Get her on the prompt and I'm hitting the next bitch. Bitch, your last nigga don't exist. What's going on, guys? Big Chief here. Welcome back to another episode of To Be Blunt. I'm here with my co-host, DJ Birdwater. Birdwater in the building, you know the vibes, smoking up, already rolled up. <laughs> As you see, it's like the beginning of the month right now. You have a fresh slate. It's October. It's like go time. It's like already nine months in, and we're hitting t- uh, month number 10 already, so we got two months left in the year. Jesus Christ. That's but so quick. I wanted to start October kind of kind of special with a special guest today. I brought Susanna the Hola Chola. <laughs> 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 Thank you for having me. Your ad name's fire. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much, <coughs> I had a I had a couple of people in my life that it, one actually person this year that passed away from cancer this year. Uh, I can't even pronounce the cancer they had, but pretty much passed away within six months. It was like it, it was unbelievable. You should you don't feel shit until it happens to you. You know yeah. what I mean? And. I have a friend named Roxy, and she's on the same. Uh, she had uh, breast cancer in the past, and she beat it. And me and Joe actually met her at, uh, at a party. It was an all white party, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then she literally sent me her information. She was like, "Dude, you need to spread the awareness." Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "October's coming," mm-hmm. and then I contacted you, and I wanted to shine a light on people. Thank Welcome. You. Thank you for yeah, that. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate that because. After battling for battling battling cancer for the past three years, and to be able to have a platform to be able to share my story means so much. I feel like I'm finally getting recognized. Yeah. You know, like even having you guys come on, have me come on here is like so special for me in many ways. I can't even tell you. Like it means a lot. Is this is the first podcast you uh, talked about your story on, or you've um, been to other. I knew you went to the doc talk with uh, the brothers. Yes, I did. I did do the doc talk. Shout out to AJ and M, uh, AJ and MJ, the brothers, and they flew in from Miami, so that was yeah. really dope. Um, but you know it's so crazy. But when I started my journey three years ago, I actually that was one of my goals was to be able to spread the word because um, throughout the whole process, like I've been so positive and kind of like keeping a really like. A straight mindset and this is already my sixth podcast i was driving nice, i'm like i'm nice. so thankful blunt like, cheers to that blunt cheers oh, i was I'm like that's so dope I'm you know i'm thankful that <laughs> i'm even getting requested to hear for people to hear my story so 
you know, I was driving him like, oh my God, that's really like awesome. Like, you know, we were talking about manifestation. That's such a powerful thing. And it is. Yeah. I manifested it. And here we are, six podcasts in. So oh, that's awesome. <laughs> this, this kind of special to me because look, since I've been growing up, they have this speculation that cannabis helps cancer, uh, cancer patients and mm -hmm. people that are going through cancer or even chemotherapy, right? Mm -hmm. I had a kid reach out to me like two years ago and tell him, Dude, I smoke Big Chief every day. I'm going through the cancer <laughs> right now, fighting it. And he beat it. And we sent him some that's shit, great. too. You feel me? Yeah. Showed him love. And that's when it really shined on me. Like, hey, this is really a big thing. Uh, like, because I heard something about you. Cancer saved you. I mean, not cancer. Yeah. Weed saved your life. Yeah, absolutely. So, so to back up a little bit, my brother passed away of leukemia in 1992. And when he was in the hospital, he had a cancer patient next to him, an older guy. He was, like, already 19, I think. And he actually, one of his make-a-wish was to get a Mercedes and weed. Oh, shit. So he was able to smoke weed throughout the process of his of his cancer. And I knew wow. that. And it was like, okay, so when I started my cancer journey, I was already, like, smoking. But I had went to my doctor, and I was like, listen, would this um, help me with my chemo? Because I had to do eight rounds of chemo, which is where they have the heart pour, you know, you put in your heart. and. Yeah. Do the whole shit. I'm they, not too familiar with it. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I can I can give you a little bit of an explanation. So basically, when you go in, before you have chemo, so it doesn't kill your veins because it's so strong. Like it literally, poison, like right? it's poison. Like you're, it's mm. literally killing everything in your body. Mm. Like literally. So I mean, my hair fell out. Everything, you know. Um, your hair looks so wonderful right thank now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Two years in the process. So thank you. I appreciate that. But um, the freaking chemo. Literally, so they put a port in your heart so it goes into directly into your bloodstream mm -hmm. instead of in, through the veins and kills your because it actually kills the veins. So you won't <laughs> even, your veins wouldn't even be able to like accept it because yeah. they die like uh -huh. that. So I went and I told my doctor, I'm like, listen, like, you know, obviously they want to provide like nausea medication, they want to provide narcotics and. I'm like, you know what, too I'm just going to, yeah, too many, and I don't want to have more pills, I'm already doing, so before every chemo session, I would smoke like three or four blunts, mm -hmm. <laughs> and walk in there <laughs> super high with my bagel glasses, wow. and you know, as soon as I walk out, I would do the same thing, and I would walk out, I'd call my daughter, and I'd be like, okay, babe, get ready, we're going to go shopping, we're going to do this, we're going to go eat, just so I could keep my mind off of it, I'd smoke my blunt, mm -hmm. and keep it moving, and it helped me. Love that. Yeah, it helped me so much throughout the process because it we was like, it. yeah, it helped me cope with it. And it was like, it was like, okay, as soon as I get here, I'm going to just blaze it and I'm going to mm -hmm. feel better. Like, that's where my mindset was. Yeah. You know, I tricked my mind, basically. Placebo. Yeah. Yes. Placebo effect. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. And instead of like, oh, I need to take medication, you know, I yeah. wasn't there. You know, yeah. I was not, I didn't even shift to that, you yeah. know. When when you first found out you had uh, breast cancer? So I was diagnosed in September of 2020. How'd you okay. find out? So I was on vacation and I my nipple sunk in and I saw it and oh, I was in Mexico shit. and when I was there my I told my cousin like set me up with the doctor and as soon as he saw it good thing I was in Mexico because they moved so quickly because when I come came back they didn't want to see me for like three months and I was like I'm already diagnosed right. so. I ended up having to go back to Mexico and have like my mastectomy and everything done because they prolonged the whole process. So, um, how do the stages work? Like the one longer you wait to get it treated, the stages go up, right? So this is interesting. No, so stages is when you have. So right now, so I was diagnosed first with stage three, right? So stage three would have been my breast, mm -hmm. my 
nipple uh, oreal area oreal yeah and my lymphoma so that's uh-huh. three places in my body wow okay so once i have you found that all at the same time all three of them yeah so so when you have your mess when i had my mastectomy they were taking my boob out they noticed that it was already traveling into Spreading. my lymph nodes yeah. my lymph oh. nodes which already puts you at stage three yeah um and then when I found out about my ovarian cancer, that puts me at stage four because now it's wow. in a different portion of my body. Yeah. Um, now I have it in my bone, which is a chronic illness, and mm. it'll never go away. So I have a lifetime chemo pill that I have to take wow. every single day. Um, and that is now put me at basically like stage yeah. five. So, so basically, uh, from my understanding, the stages is where the cancer is growing and getting bitter, yeah. bigger and spreading. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you, from my experience, I think like usually after stage three, it's like damn near like they're telling you a date, right? Or yeah, like, yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> like that's yeah. Well, after that, like when you got the process going, what happened? Like, what was like the hardest part for you? I guess I would say. I think the hardest part for me was losing my hair. Yeah. At the end of the day, like I had to sit back and be like, okay, if that's the only thing I'm losing right now, then yeah. it is what it is, you know. Like, yeah. but I had to like really like sit back and reflect on what it was like. Okay, the bigger picture, you that's know. What your mentality was that the bigger picture. Yeah, what was the bigger picture for me? Was my daughter to like mm. show her, you know, like okay, well, okay, I'm going through this. She never saw me bald. She never saw me like cry. She never saw me sad or upset. Um, I obviously didn't want to add to it trauma to her yeah yeah and i think for me too you're so strong i can tell you you that because i'm sitting in front of you right now and i could never tell anything's wrong with you (laughs) thank you (laughs) but that's what that's the battle people never know what someone's going through right Mm -hmm. and your mentality is so strong and i don't know we're gonna get deep into it yeah i want to know like were there ever days that you're like no this is not it or the bigger picture aka your daughter was like Nah, we making it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, there definitely was days, you know, behind closed doors, you know, I've had my moments, but for the most part, like, I knew in my mind, if I cried, if I got upset, my immune system would go down. So, I tried, <laughs> it hurts, you know, it would kill me to cry. It would kill me to cry, literally. literally. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never heard that before. So, when, but it, you laughing know. Laughing at your pain now, you know. Yeah, you know, it was like one of those things where like, oh shit, I can't. I can't be upset. I have to be strong. Like I can't right. get sick. I have to be like, I would. I'm my best. You have to have faith. Yeah. You have to like think about positive stuff because I feel like in that situation, if you just let this really fuck up your mental, then you know, like I feel like you got to be positive in life. Yeah. You gotta be, I, I don't know. I feel like how Optimistic. you think. Yeah. All, but at the same time, I feel like if you think you're getting sick, you're probably gonna get sick. Oh yeah. So if you feel like you you still gonna you, there's more to life and you have reason to li- live, you're gonna live. Yeah. Hopefully, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, like it's it's a great thing like that you're able to come out of this and you're sharing your journey because I feel like it's such a sensitive topic in a mm-hmm. sense. Um, so my one of my my dad's ex girlfriend, she went through breast cancer mm-hmm. and they actually had to cut her breasts off Mm -hmm. and seeing her go through that and just her whole personality was like sad you know and and she wasn't a type of person that was so optimistic she wasn't a type of person that was very uh mentally strong so like it just sucked to see her go through that and with you I see the complete opposite you know thank you um so uh, as far as like the whole cancer thing um what was the whole time frame of you 
going through the whole chemo and stuff like that. So, and I and I understand how like your your dad's um, wife went through that because mm -hmm. it's so easy to have that like mindset. It's yeah. very very much very easy to get caught up, you mm -hmm. know, and be like, why me? Why this? Why that? You yeah. know, it's so it's easy to go down that rabbit hole. Was you your know? environment there for you? Was my what? Was your are the people Supported. around you there for you? Your yeah, system? I have a very big family, very big support system. But for mm -hmm. me, it was like I didn't want to give it too much attention, like yeah. that I had cancer. Yeah. So I really like I didn't let my mom take me to chemo. I didn't let her, you know, I didn't let her do any of that, you mm -hmm. know. So for me, it was like more like I was going like, I, you know, I got on disability because I had a, I was working and I had a, I lost my job, you yeah. know, after working for this company that I was dedicated to for so many years, which is fucked up, you know, because mm -hmm. it's like, Jesus Christ, you work your ass off Life for this startup crazy. company. Yeah, and then you lose your job at the hardest time. So I think that was what really difficult. But at the at the same time, it was like, um, it was like, okay, well, now I have this time to be spend with my, my child. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I could be home with her. And, you know, one thing for me was like I never Googled anything. Mm -hmm. I never Googled anything. For I never real? researched. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I honestly sometimes I don't Google's even. Google the Yeah. No, I don't like search it. Like, you know, like, oh, my anything. God, what's going to happen if I have bone cancer? Right. Because bone cancer is like, like you deadly, said. Right? Yeah, it's deadly. Like That's you said, the worst one? It's like pretty, pretty much. Like, okay. it's bone mastesis. It's in your bone. Like, it's all over. So right now I have it in five places. So I have it in my L2, my L4, which is like my back, my sternum, which is right in between my breasts, mm -hmm. and my skull. So I have wow. it in, yeah, so I have it in quite a few places. And for me, like, I don't even, like, I get up, I go running. Yeah. I go and, and it I It doesn't bother you? Does it oh. hurt? Ache? Nothing? I mean, the other day I felt aching and I just, like, was like, okay. I'm healing. I'm going to ignore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the, such a benefit of being that. so mental, mentally strong because... You're able to start to live with it. You're mm -hmm. not letting it slow you down. You're not, uh, you yeah. know. And I hate to say this because it's 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 a great excuse to use. But I love and I, I I feel like this might come off wrong. But I love that you're not letting that be an excuse for you to stop living. Right. Yeah. You know, and and you're still moving forward as if you don't. Be grateful every day if you're out there. Health is wealth. Yeah. There you go. Health is wealth. And that's what I have to focus on. Like I can't let the the my the medical system or the medical field take over my mind. Because the first thing they said was, take you're gonna feel so nauseous, you're gonna feel so sick, you're gonna be throwing up. Like that's what they were trying Western to Western medicine. Yeah, that's what they were trying to implant in my head. Like you're gonna Oh my God. And I'm looking at the doctor and I'm like, first of all, don't tell me how I'm gonna feel. Right. Like you're not gonna dictate my feelings. Yeah. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna dictate how I'm gonna feel and I'm not gonna feel shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like and you were good. I'm, yeah. And I really was with that mindset. Like, yeah. you know, I just went in with like, okay, I'm not gonna feel shit. And mm -hmm. I think that's what really helped me like get through the whole process. And yeah. and really just like I mean, smoking my yeah. weed, you know. It's like I, I feel like medication this is my opinion, okay? <laughs> I feel like some medication is good for you, but then I feel like some a lot of medications that they're giving you are so strong that it's going to fuck with your mental, I mean, your emotions, your immune Kidney. system, stuff like that. And, yeah, it's, like, good, but you got to go through all the bad for the good. But it's I, I that's, dope, like, so dope that you were just able to kind of tell yourself, fuck everything else, like, I'm going to feel strong, I'm going to feel great. And I'm gonna smoke weed, you know. Weed yeah. is my my medicine. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, and you're uh -huh. back to the kidney thing, really quick. Yeah. So it was perfect last year because I've been on my daily chemo Verzimia, which is 15 grand a month. By the way, sheesh. Yes. Is the medical bills help cover that, or Wait, you have to come? What the fuck? 
How does that work? I mean, it's your life. It's my God life. It's damn. fifteen thousand. I have I have to pay a portion, but yeah. nowhere near. You have to pay rent for your life, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I lose my insurance, I'm fucked because yeah. then I won't be able to get my fifteen thousand yeah. dollar. It sucks to say, but it's like you're paying to live right now. Literally, That's literally. Crazy. And it, oh, like yesterday, I had to cancel a procedure because yeah. they called me and they're like, "Oh, your procedure is going to cost you five hundred up front." I'm like. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm a cancer patient. Yeah. I have like disability. Like yeah. I went from working to not working wow. and having thousands of dollars in bills yeah. to now you're telling me that I have to have this procedure and paid up front. Like the it's a business to them now. I agree with you. I hate the fucking medical yeah. system. I hate it. They're whack. It's and a I business. Want... They just want to write m- uh, prescriptions and make money off of it. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Well, that's the thing. My chemo that I'm on that I was going to say, it now it's affecting my kidney. I just had to go, and my my oncologist, my breast cancer doctor, yeah. just recommended me to go and see a kidney doctor. Wow. And yet, there goes another freaking another bail that I have to take in. Have you ever tried CMOS? Yes. And I, I know you take tried it, it. And they took it away from me when I was coming back from New York, and they threw it away. Fuck. I'm like, that's my medicine. They threw it away. You got to get it. CMOS really helps I your know. immune system. Be yeah. out of one. If you don't know about this, CMOS is the one thing that's really good. F- it has so many benefits from your skin to mm-hmm. your hair, yeah. to your immune system, to uh, getting all. It has every single vitamin and nourishment, iron thing your body needs. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's like CMOS. It grows a certain way. But nowadays, you don't have to take the whole thing what it tastes like. I don't think it tastes horrible, but right. you can have like smoothies <laughs> and all different mm-hmm. types of drops. It's getting crazy. Yeah, I actually bought some and they took it away from me in the airport. I'm like, it's a mess. It helped you? It was helping me, yeah. I was eating, um, I, I kind of went vegan mm-hmm. throughout the whole process because my cancer was driven through cancer uh, hormones. But CMOS, um, uh, there's like a w- sour swap. It's another like really good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like or um, holistic medicine is different. Yeah, holistic medicine. I I do listen. I had a, I stopped taking medication for like a good month because wow. I'm like I just need to cleanse my body. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I got tested. And I'm like shit. I don't even want to call my get my results from my doctor to see how yeah. my cancer was. She's like, oh, you're doing good. Like it's keep with the holistic. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Western you know? medicine yeah. is different. Holistic medicine really mm-hmm. helps you more. Mm-hmm. Heart problems, every single thing. CMOS. Yeah, like yeah. When, even like right now, Turmeric. let's just say a casual sickness. Turmeric. Ginger. Or like f- the flu or something. Mm-hmm. I get sick. I just I don't even like taking anything. I just mm-hmm. want my body. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm drinking water. I'm eating uh, like vegetables, stuff like that. You know, I'm just trying to do it naturally. Yeah. I'm like sometimes I think like if my body could get over this. Yeah, obviously there's different situation like life risking like stuff that you need medicine mm-hmm. for. But I'm just like if my body could get over this. Why the fuck do I need this fucking list of medicine? You know what I'm saying? Um, Literally. Have you ever? You know, because you went through such a, a very impactful part of your life, like going through this cancer. Have you ever had any dark times or dark moments where you're just really in the hole, depressed, or just like almost wanting to give up? Yeah. Actually, it was at the very end mm. of everything. Mm. <laughs> when the I. The last couple of uh, steps, huh? When I was done with. Oh my God, I'm going to cry because um, I remember how out. emotional it was. Yeah. But when I finished with my chemo and my radiation because radiation they don't talk about how painful it is but it Mm -hmm. fucking is sorry can i curse yeah Yeah. you can say whatever the fuck you want okay good (laughs) it burns the shit out of your skin like it's worse than chemo Mm -hmm. like i was able to deal with chemo but having to go in and then burning a certain part of your area because it was for me it was underneath my arm to my breast and it's literally like getting a sunburn every single day and your skin 
peeling and peeling and peeling. Worse and than a tattoo? Worse. I mean, I've never had a tattoo. Mm. <laughs> I had my first tattoo when they did like the little cancer thing, but I think we just really hotboxed it in here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't, don't worry about nothing. It's to be blunt. <laughs> to be blunt. I yeah. like that. You gotta be blunt. <laughs> That's right. But um, that was at that end, I, I actually was like, I broke yeah. down because yeah. I was like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. You know, and also recently um, in January, I've they told me that I had, they think I have thyroid cancer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so that's what breast cancer, ovarian cancer, bone cancer, thyroid cancer, and lymphoma. Never ending. It's never ending. To you, you're going to be good forever, huh? Yeah. I love that. Keep <laughs> with the mentality. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm good, you know? But, you know, it took me, it was like seven months of testing. Yeah. And I just had, so I just had a call with my doctor the last week, and she's like, you know, what do you want to do? I know you, I sent you up with a surgeon, and I was like, well, I don't want to have the surgery because it's basically removing your one of your thyroids, and that's oh. in your throat. I'm yeah. like, you know, I don't want to fuck with that. So I told her, I was like, I got another opinion, and my other opinion doctor said no. And she's like, what? She was so mad that I went against it. Wow. You know? Because it's like... Yeah, because but sometimes people think, like, oh, the doctor said that. Like, this is what you have. You should do that. Listen to them, you know? And that's the problem yeah. a lot of people have. Yeah. Medicine is it's all a business, you know what I mean? And it sucks to be caught, caught up in it. I want to actually shine a light on something that is mm -hmm. really important to me right here. What are some early detections of breast cancer or any type of cancer, like... Can you talk about that? How to get it checked in every single thing, even if you talk about it? Yeah. So I think one of them is obviously going and getting checked out. I I hate going to doctors, so it was hard for me. But me too. Um, sometimes you can you can easily as easily as just like lifting up your breast and checking to see if you didn't have any lumps. I felt the lump in my breast and I ignored it. Mm -hmm. That's one thing you should not do because you don't want to be. In did my you position. know what the lump was, or did you were like, nah? No, but I had a feeling. Yeah. You, you listen to your body. Yeah, and doctors, I've heard like. Feel like I've heard like that mm -hmm. whole thing, like feel around your breast. If there's a lump, come get checked out. Yeah. Any type of lump. Because there shouldn't be no lump. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so my brother, my baby brother, and this is going through this moment, it helped me realize something about myself. Uh, my brother had Hops, Hodgkin's lymphoma Hop, or yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. And when I first overheard from my brothers and sisters, he was already in the hospital going through chemo and all that. And, like, when I seen him, he was, after, like, maybe a month or so of him going through it, he was so skinny. This and is a big guy. He was big, bigger bigger than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it just made me feel so, like, sorry for him. Yeah. And then it just, like, he got over. He's better now, mm -hmm. you know, and I thank God for that. Yeah. And what was crazy for me in the moment is because I don't know if you know anything about uh, statistics. Yeah. But they say one out of every five people have cancer yeah and there's five brothers five. i have five brothers there's five of us five kids and there's yeah. and i was like one of us is gonna have and i hope it's me and then i find out with my baby brother and this wow. was all within less than a year of me finding out this Jesus. and I, I it just made me like so like i was sad and i was like fuck like i said like i i hope that if anyone had it it was me because i feel like out of everything I've been through, I'm, like, the most mentally strong. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I've been through a lot of shit, so I just know I felt like I could deal with it. If if, And I hate to say that because I don't know what it was. Right. But I, I just felt like I hope it was me. And then my, to find out my brother went through it, I felt so, you know? Yeah. And then one thing I realized was, like, fuck, like, I, I'm used to, like, a lot of people dying in my life. 
I never like going to the hospital when people are in the hospital. Yeah. No, you don't want to see the people in that state. No, like, yeah. and it's like. It breaks you. I, it I, hurts yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, really, like, I seen my homie in the hospital the other day, and he's jumping up, dancing around, a drunk driver hit him off a motorcycle. Yeah. He just got out of the hospital after six months or three months. It was mm -hmm. three months. It was yeah. long ass time. Oh, man. Yeah. And he was getting surgeries every other day on his foot, almost lost his foot. Oh. But he's back now. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But, yeah, that's hey, good. having faith is every single thing because God tests everyone to their soul's capacity. You mm -hmm. know yeah. what I mean? So it, They really do. So it, it's, part of, uh, it's part of your life. And something dope that came out of it that you're shining a light to that I really love that you're doing. <laughs> if y'all know, oh, no, go go yeah. know Blue Moon, <laughs> they're my family. Yes. Blue Moon Jewelry, Blue Moon Lounge, Underwater's Kitchen, anything to do with Omar, I fuck with it. Hell yeah. So, Susanna. That food is amazing. The food, oh, Underwater's <laughs> Kitchen, you know, I'm the only person other than LAPD that has a 50% discount for life. Really? Mm -hmm. That's amazing. All my that place is so good. <laughs> so, I want, I want you to show the product and the collaboration you did with Blue Moon. Yes. It's, it's pretty fucking dope. Talk yeah, first it. of all, I want to say thank you to Roxy because she introduced me to Omar and the team. Shout and out, Roxy. Shout out, Roxy. And, of course, Omar for sitting there and listening to me cry because I was, like, crying when I was pitching him my story. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, something we talked about and then to actually come into fruition is, like, and, you know, to be able to help cancer patients like myself. So we came up with, well, seven pre-rolls infused, the pink power dream to help out with pink breast power cancer. Dream. The Bring pink power dream, yeah. yes. Bring awareness to cancer, um, patient for cancer, other, you know, cancer patients that are going through it and also help raise money to be able to provide um, an early detection scan, which yeah. is not covered through insurance, obviously, because, you know, if you're gonna get early detected on any kind of cancer, that wouldn't benefit them, right? So right. the scan, um, runs about $2,500. Kim Kardashian posted it actually recently mm -hmm. online and people were like making, calling, like talking about it because like, she's like, well, why post the it? scans, right? Yeah, because why post it if, you know, a lot of people <coughs> can't afford it because right. it's so expensive, but um, Blue Moon is giving me the hope and I'm so thankful that I'm able to get the scan with yeah. the money that we raised for for this product. So yeah. if you see here, go ahead I mean, and open one and light one up. Yes. <laughs> so Mac, zoom the box in. Not not just are you guys helping support cancer, but you oh, guys are also going to get good and weed, a good smoke, the, uh, and there high you as go. Fun. Hell yeah. yeah, this weed is good. I mean, and to be talking about it and to actually like have somebody like really listen to you and like do something about it mm -hmm. for you is like uh, you f i feel so recognized yeah. you know yeah. and like it's been so long the journey that i've been through yeah. so because there's there are people who care even if they don't know you pink crutch. look at how pink oh, look at how cute smoke it here take one pink crutch yeah you want one uh, i'm gonna smoke okay, it after yeah. <laughs> I already i'm gonna get my own uh care pack with the shirt and every single thing with that i don't want it if i don't get my whole package there you go. Look i, I at don't this. ever roxy smoke. give me my package now <laughs> i don't ever smoke joints but i'll smoke blue moon's joints hell yeah they're good he loves a blue moon's gelato i oh, like the og yeah. the og yeah the OG but too. pretty much you can find this train in the link below i know chronic la is going to have it in a few other stores so mm. go ahead and go to the stores and go support Susanna and uh, uh and the people that are going through this, uh, going through this cancer and this part of their life, and it really helps if we get these scans going. And we're actually doing an event with them. We sponsored an event on October 5th. October 6th. 6th. Mm -hmm. okay, so October yeah. 6th at Blue Moon Lounge. You can go to uh, Blue Moon at Blue Moon 
or at Big Chief Extracts, uh, at Big Chief Extracts on the IG and mm-hmm. see the, all the information about it. It's mm-hmm. in our story. Mm-hmm. So we we'll love if y'all pull it up. It's gonna be lit. Go to the store. Go pick up the Blue Moon. Uh, what's it called? Pink, Pink Power, Power Dreams. Dreams. Seven infused pre rolls. You know, love, love their packaging. Quality too. over everything. It's so good, right? Yeah. yeah. And this is a pink diamond. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I kind of wanted to pivot back to mm-hmm. like you know cancer and weed, um, because I I love that just this topic alone because you know weed so still has like a slight stigma mm-hmm. you know a lot of people are more open to it but there is still a slight stigma to it yeah especially if you're going through cancer you know people are probably going to think like what are you doing like you must not want to they would i th- feel like most people will think like that you must not want to live da-da-da-da. you're still smoking weed like what do you what would you say towards people like that or or just hypothetically in that type of situation. And well, for me, it actually saved me, you yeah. know, in so many ways. Like you I'm, saved your life. Yeah, literally, because this, like, I would go, I would have my chemo, like right bef- after, and you know, most people throw up, feel yeah. nauseous, lose a ton of weight, like you said. I was able to like have my appetite. I was able to eat after, which wow. is not normal. Like, yeah. even got the, the munchies. Even the nurses were like, "What the hell." Yeah. This ain't working on this patient, you yeah. know, our, our freaking our manipulation. nurse. <laughs> this our, manip- shit. our manipulation ain't working on yeah. her, you know, and yeah. it was like for me, if I would have Fucking beating the Matrix one puff at a time. There you go. Yeah, I feel like I definitely beat that for sure. <laughs> I broke out of the stimulation. Is that what it is or something? Yep. <laughs> that, whatever they call it, whatever the people call yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, this girl, yeah. I don't know. Something's different about her. We're throwing her all these curves and she's still powered through. You're smoking every day? Every day, and I yeah. even so my daughter Are you was smoking blunts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like I have, I have. My, I had my daughter and her, my ex, my uh, her, her father. They actually bought me like a uh, like a little like bench for the back. Cool. And your own little smoking spot. My little smoking spot, and I had a you know my daughter was sixteen at the time, and I had to sit down and tell her like, listen, mom's gonna smoke, but this is why I'm gonna smoke. Like right. it's helping me that out. That conversation is different. How'd you prepare for that? Um. You know, I really, I really wanted to just be really open with her, you know, and not lie to her about anything. And so <coughs> I told her, listen, I don't want to feel nauseous and this is going to prevent me. Spoke to one of my doctors and the doctor was like, well, I'm not going to say it doesn't work. Yeah. So, you what know, did she say? <laughs> my daughter was like, OK. Yeah, you know. So and, little do you know, mom. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird at first because sometimes I would even have her like come outside with me and like uh-huh. sit down and we'll talk, like we'll chat and I'll blaze it and I'll be like, this is weird, but. I, I needed that, you know, I needed to have that. And like, I wanted to show her like, okay, I'm feeling okay because. What's your daughter's name? Kayla. Kayla, you're so amazing for being uh, beside your mom through this. Like, yes. shout out to you. Shout out to my baby. She was also the model for Blue Moon, um, the Pink Power Dream. Oh, you really? better go yes. get it. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Thank you again to the team for, you know, allowing my daughter to be a model. I'll show you guys a picture after. She's really pretty. <laughs> when did you first start smoking weed? Um, so I started smoking when I was 25, so I was a little bit older. Tell us the first time you ever smoked. Did you get high? Oh my God, so high. I was in New York City. Okay. Shout out New York. Shout out to Queens. I lived there for like 15 years, so that's where my daughter was born. Um, but my ex, my daughter's father, would always smoke, and I'd be like, don't be smoking in my house. And then one day I tried it, I'm like, oh shit. (laughs) God damn, this has been, I've been missing out this whole time. Yeah. And ever since then, yeah, it's been a big part of my life. That's and cool. food tastes like this? Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that was like the thing, you know, smoke blood, eat, mm-hmm. you know. You leave that before you leave the house, smoke yeah. a blood. Yeah. Come back, smoke a blood. I smell like weed everywhere I go. Same. You're never gonna catch weed. Weed's a cologne. Not smoking. Yeah. Uh, weed yeah. a cologne. <laughs> weed a cologne. Yeah, for sure. I would tell my friends, sorry, I smell like weed. It's my new I, perfume. I never say I'm sorry. <laughs> they they always tell me you smell good. I'm like, yep. Right. Did you have you ever had like a crazy trip off edibles? Um, edibles. I never really messed with edibles oh, because yeah? I did it one time when I was in New York and we we're driving around the the Jersey Turnpike like mm-hmm. twenty times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was oh, shit. like, I'm never. I think we got off and on the same exit. Like, yeah, I'm it high. Was, <laughs> and if going through that turnpike so annoying. <laughs> you miss one exit and you're in PA. You're like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, so we're talking about mushrooms earlier, mm-hmm. and she's never done mushrooms before, uh-huh. and I broke it down for her, mm-hmm. and she goes, there's no side effects? I'm like, no, unless you're stuck. I told her stomach hurt anything, but I told her what is it about it and every single thing, so yeah. how do you feel about that before you even do it? So it's like, we're going to talk about this later on, you know what I mean? Well, but, I'm excited to try it. I just uh-huh. got some of your samples, and I'm excited to try it. I'm going to actually probably try it yeah. Little microdose. You can't go to microdose. sleep on them though. Yeah. Oh, you can't. No. You have to just be like up. Uh, yeah. And about. Well, towards the end, of, towards the end of the the phase, I f- I get a little tired. Okay. Yeah, and I sleep good. Okay. Um, you sleep really good at yeah. night. Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely don't do more than like a gram gram and a half. Just okay. to start off, you know. Yeah. What I mean? okay. Remember they tell you how to take a ticket, yeah. like they tell you how to take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be I'll... good. Um, are you like? I, I've only ever done like weed, shrooms, and alcohol. Have you ever d- tried anything other than that? No, and you know what's crazy is that I heard a study that if you drink like tequila or wine a night, you get you like it helps you like cleanse your body and a lot. Really, <laughs> the tequila is I'm definitely like, I cleansing you. I'm like I should have been doing that my whole no, but I I'm not. I've never been drunk. Mm-hmm. Never I could been prob- drunk. No, I could probably count on my hand how many times I've had a glass of whatever. Okay. Maybe when I travel, I have a drink here and there, but yeah. you're not like him. Whoa. Ah. So I texted, I texted the homie. I'm like, hey, we're going to go out for the uh, one friend do no stuff. He was like, it's on tonight. <laughs> well, I would be like this with my blunts. On tonight. That would be me. Tell her how we, she doesn't know. No, yeah. Tell we, her how we go out. We, we drink a lot of tequila. A lot. Okay, tequila's good. Uh, we smoke about 20, 30 blunts Each. in the club within a, a wingspan of less than two hours. Oh, shit. Um, and we drink a lot of bottles, enough for like three, five people. That sounds like a good time. And go yeah. work out in the morning. There you go. And sometimes I don't remember I get home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> as Not long as you had guys. a good time. They, they call me Burwater because I, I, when I go out, I like to drink. Yeah. Like, I don't Everything. Know. He drinks everything. So you know how like birds fly around, drink from different oh, water yeah, stuff? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah so. but my thing, <laughs> late, lately, lately I've been really good. Like I went to dinner. Uh, with some friends, and I only had one one drink. Wow! And then I went to I went to dinner again with some other friends, mm. a little business meeting like earlier this week, uh-huh. and I, I I didn't even drink anything. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and it's like, I guess what I'm trying to do is like control it, scale back. Yeah, yeah just because like I don't feel like I have a problem. I choose to want to have a good time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I don't. Bl- for me, I was like, I don't know what's the point of having one or two drinks. Like, I want to, you know. want to go in. I want to get lit. <laughs> I want to get litty. Now, he shows you up to have get a good lit. time. Yeah. I show up to, like, have a have a chill time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they'll be, ask them. I don't need nothing to even do nothing. Because they'll be sitting there. They'll be chilling, sitting when they first get into the club, right? And I go up to them. I'm like, you're at a 4.2 right now. I need to turn it up to yeah, notch a 7 at least. <laughs> he does that a lot. I do it yeah. a lot, and I see your energy, and I read your energy, and I give you the honest rating. <laughs> I've seen a 2 before. I've seen a 6 before. I've seen an 8 before. But What I am I right you. now? 
You're on 10. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. You're All on right. 10 right now. All right. Nice. And I really appreciate you for opening up to us because it's really, really, really sensitive subject to yeah. even... Because you're still going through it right now. And I see your mentality. And it's pretty inspiring. Thank you. And I know somebody out there needs to hear it and might probably shine up their day because you never know what the environment that you have and yeah. how it will bring you down or yeah. whatever. Um, then you can really see, like, dude, all I need is myself. Mm -hmm. And I could thug this out. I could do anything. If I can beat this, I could conquer life. Yeah, yeah. basically. So I want you guys out there that are hurting or have someone's family out there, really support them. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you never know what they're feeling. Just send a text about something funny that doesn't have to even do with the cancer. Yeah. Just, like, keep their mind off something yeah. more positive. You know? That's how I feel like. What do you think, Joe? I have a question I for agree. you. Like, what's important to you right now in life? Um, right now, obviously my daughter mm -hmm. and showing her. Shout and out Kayla. Yeah, shut up my baby. <laughs> she hates my call. <laughs> the world she'd knows now. She'd, she'd rather me call her a little bitch, but that's okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jess, she's crazy. It's a good relationship. Right hey, there. that's like us. <laughs> <laughs> you I had her in my phone, little baby, and she switched it to that. That's um, funny. but yeah, no, um, obviously, and you know, I feel like now, like God gives us is uh it's like such a cliche thing to say but god gives his toughest battles to his like strongest warriors and mm -hmm. i feel like i'm Very one true. and i feel like i'm one you know and i feel like i didn't just get the cancer to have it like obviously i got it i was able to like i could show you guys videos of me dancing right after the day i had chemo like mm -hmm. in a wig and like no hair but like this beautiful wig mm -hmm. and look like i wasn't doing battling ain't anything. no stopping Ain't no stopping, right? And I feel like my, I feel like I need to be able to like share my message with more people because, I mean, not for nothing. I, I like I, sat back and I had to really like reflect on everything that I've been through and like, really give myself props, you right. know, like for how I've handled shit. Because yeah. I mean, you know, like, I pretty much powered through this shit, yeah. you know, and still to this day, still like, going. Like <laughs> I'm like cancer. Yeah. What the fuck? You fuck have to you. Feel like that. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> and then now you're spreading awareness, and you're taking it to another level, Sharing and you're just your beginning. Yeah. Because look, you got a cannabis collaboration. Yeah, like that's my you're, dream. You're gonna share your. What you're the gonna hell? Share, you're gonna share your word smoking blunts <laughs> with me. You feel me? I mean, literally. The, this I'll, is different. I was talking to my cousin yesterday. I'm like, do you realize like what I'm living right now is like my dream, like. Mm -hmm. Blue Moon is providing me with nonstop cannabis for the rest of my life. He's like, yo, Orma's like, I got you. You like yeah. you. And like that right there is like, oh, my God. Like I spend yeah. so much money just to. That's like my medicine. Now you, know? you don't even worry about yeah, that. Yeah. Shout even, out I'm Blue like, Moon. Moon, yeah. what? No, I was like, really I good went, people. And, they, and he followed through. Like he yeah. doesn't just talk about it. He's He be about it, yeah. you know. And like yeah. I had a lot of people that have been in my life and that you know, worked with a lot of, you know, top executives. I mean, I'm not going to name drop, but I've had some pretty crazy jobs. You know, I worked at MTV. I worked at Warner Brothers and I worked at Fenty Beauty with Rihanna. Um, now I'm working for Snipes, J. Khaled's store. And like, you know, Snipes. I've never had anybody in my life like Blue Moon where they're actually like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pull through for you and I'm going to do it and yeah. like actually do it, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I've worked for all these people. I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. Okay. What's up? I did a GoFundMe and I didn't want to send it to anybody on my followers because I'm like, you know what? I worked with enough millionaires that I'm going to send it to all of the people that I've assisted mm -hmm. to like their executive assistant, you know, yeah. five of them replied. Uh. 
Like, you know how, like, that felt? Only five out no, of, no. like, all the people. You're like, I've done I've so worked, much for you. Yes, yeah. I've worked with so many people. I've worked yeah. with so many top executives and so many, like, and I know a lot of these people have mm. a, a lot of money. And nobody donated. And wow. I was like, only five. Wow. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. Yeah. Even the people that you know and want to support you is the people that don't know you from outside that really felt the feeling. Those are the people that really support you. you know that, yeah, right? and that's why I like, I'm like so emotional about it because it's like, yo, Omar didn't even know me, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yet, like, he's doing this. Like, it's like, what the hell? Right. And here are these people that I bent over backwards would leave my kid for working for them hours and hours and they don't even mm. what maybe that's the opening cold light world. Cold <laughs> like world. imagine you if you had a movie cameras on you and then you had to go through that and you know the the hero always has to go through some conflicts losing his job the people won't help you know, yeah thing then he finds finds something that starts going up that inspires other people and it becomes bigger and bigger and snowball effects get there and then you realize like why i went through what i did is because of this yeah. and then you're looking back and you're like mm. But keep your head down, keep going, keep yeah. on swimming, yeah. all that. But that really affected me. Yeah. That really, like, I think out of everything, I was like, what? Like, yeah. I worked for JWT, which is an ad agency. I've worked with them for, the, like, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Mm -hmm. And it's like all a slap these, in the face. All the, yes, yeah. I'm like, I was actually a little like, what the Yeah, hell? taking back, that would have made me feel type of way. But <laughs> that's the thing about life, like, like, for instance, I, this is my clothing brand right here. Like, mm -hmm. Max wearing it. It's called All In Lifestyle, and it's something that means a lot to me. Yeah. But, like, when I launched, I was like, I'm not, mentally, I was like, I'm not even expecting most of my friends or people that like my story or watch my story every day or friends that I know from high school to even support me because they're not. Or, like, people you done for because they're not. Most people use you for what they need you for, and then it's, like, forgotten because you're easily replaced. Yeah. Or just to them, it's like, People, a lot of people are cold, you know? They don't care about what you're going through. <laughs> they care about money, what you do for my company or what you do for my pockets, mm -hmm. how I can value or gain off of you. And and the rest is extra, and they don't. most people wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I don't expect my friends to watch my podcast. Yeah, The people that I don't even know come up to me randomly like, mm -hmm. I love your podcast because of this, this, yeah. this, and this. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that everyone is different. Even though your friends literally want to support your dreams until... It's convenient for them to, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there, the only person that gotta support you is yourself. Right. Honestly, you just gotta believe in yourself. Anything that you're going through, going through cancer, yeah. Literally, don't have a job or have a job and want to do better for yourself in life and create the life you always wanted. It's all obtainable. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. all obtainable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just it just really put going through a tough like something like this like life changing it really just kind of puts things in perspective and who really has your back yeah who's really there for yeah. you you know it was yeah. like wow thank I, god i don't have to work for another fucking corporation i never want to in my yeah. life i will never work for anybody again mm -hmm. like that i mean i probably will but i'm saying like you know, yeah. you know to, why don't like, you work for yourself i do i am so spend all the time working for yourself and you'll be better off in life i'm mm -hmm. telling you because I'm freelancing I mean, right now, and that's. It sounds like been she has a lot of experience working for these big ass companies. Um, what were you doing for those companies? So I was executive assistant. So I was mm -hmm. doing pretty much everything. Like um, at Warner Brothers, I was assisting on a TV show, and I pretty much ran the whole show. Wow. At MTV, I was working for the senior vice president of development. I was mm -hmm. in charge of pretty much putting all the shows that went on the you're show. So like you're, you you can produce right? too, huh? 
So yeah, I did producing. I did all of it. Like, and then I went to advertising, and I was there for ten years. That was my my long mm. job, and um, I was executive assistant. I worked on Macy's, Royal Caribbean, Chic. Uh, Rolex companies. is actually our, our client. I'm looking at that. <laughs> yeah, Omar were, sent me a lot of Rolex stuff. <laughs> we, we do. Look, Omar got me the same one. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did the advert. We were the first company that was hired for them to do the advertising. We were there for, with them for 45 years or something. Mm. I think they just fired them. But I worked and did everything. Like, I mean, I was the one making shit happen. Yeah. Like, at all the companies. And I can say that I was like, fucking the badass like yeah. i was in charge of all the assistants at jwt there was over like 20 assistants and i was when everybody would go to because i would just make shit happen i wouldn't like focus on You're the problem doer. yeah my Solutions. boss yeah you know i would my <laughs> boss was like super crazy and everybody was afraid of her and i'd be like okay well she'd tell me did he get this shit done and i'd just look at her and i'd be like okay yeah and walk away from it never came to her with a problem i always came to her with a solution it's just how my life. Like yeah, how you know, I life. That's good because like when you go to work, you can't take shit personal. Mm -hmm. Like people have a job. People, there's always gonna be people above you, and unfortunately, you just gotta take it. Like I don't like when people go to work and they bitch about work. It's like you're gonna stay there. You're getting paid. You, yeah, you're gonna <laughs> deal with it. And you chose this place. Like, why mm -hmm. are you still bitching about it? You just need to go there and be like, it is what it is. I'm yeah. gonna get my check. I'm gonna eat my lunch and I'm going home. Can you tell me you have no problem like that in, in here when you were walking around? When oh yeah, you guys have like a great staff. Everyone seems so happy, yeah. and Good I'm like, I want to work here. Shit, <laughs> you need another. You need like another. <laughs> That's funny. After after your whole chemo uh, and cancer and all that, um, was it hard to get back to like a regular life? Um, yeah, but I, you know, that was one thing that I really wanted to push hard for. Yeah. Mm. And, and that's when I landed my job at Fenty Beauty. Mm -hmm. um, right when I was done, I think I was done in. Uh, July of 20, yeah, done with in July. And then maybe like three months later, I um, got my job with, with Rihanna, wow. working for Rihanna. Congrats. So thank you. But what do then, you. What do you do for, for her right now? You do that? So, no, I had to stop working because then I got diagnosed with oh, bone cancer. Damn. So it okay. interfered. So I've had 18 surgeries wow. in 20, in three years. So, yeah, yeah. I've had. They mm, just cut you open. How long did it take you to heal? Um, my longest one was six months Damn. because I had to. Ha so I had my breast removed also. Yeah. And when I did an expander to they basically have to when you. So basically for the process for a woman to get once they had their breast removed from the breast cancer, uh -huh. you have to have a whole process to get your breast back. Yeah. Like they put an expander in your chest every week for six for six weeks. They expand your chest so it, it gets bigger and bigger. Yeah, for the skin. For the skin to yeah. expand because my skin is radiated. It was damaged. So I'm like. They so didn't want to tear. Yeah. So once they're done with that, then they put an ex like another surgery <laughs> to put another expander. I ended up getting an infection. So I had to have wow. that removed and then done it again. So my process was six months just yeah. to get my boobs back. Yeah. to get boob that's crazy um what do you do now like what do you what exactly are you doing like right now like so i just started working with um unraveled marketing team which is like we work with snipes and dj khaled mm -hmm. um we the best and we do we're the uh, best we the best <laughs> we do um events for them okay. like we coordinate events we're having one in miami on october 14th yeah Ooh. and yeah uh, so maybe you should go can you get us passes yeah i'll get you guys in that'd be lit we're there. yeah so it's gonna be at the store we have um it's uh honoring hispanic heritage month and yeah. we'll have like a that's so cool a i love hispanics panels. You said in Miami? Yeah, in Miami. Oh, at Miami. Collins. We love, at his yeah. uh, Miami store. He loves Miami. 
Yeah. Me too. I was just there last week. I love week. Latinas. Yeah. <laughs> they love me there. I'm sure they do. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm freelancing with them. Yeah. Working just like part time and just mm-hmm. trying to get back into that mindset, you know, and not yeah. do anything. But yeah, I do that. And I've pretty much like set myself up with having my business throughout this whole journey. And did you ever like, go jump out of a plane? <clears throat> um, like, because, you know, like, people, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you. I don't know. I'm like, kind of scared I, to do that. Because I was going to ask you, look, <laughs> if you could do one thing before, we always ask, like, if today was your last day, what are you doing? But you can't be like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with family. What would you do? What if I, she wants to do that? But everything. But she's doing that with her family. Jump out of a We're plane. We're jumping out of a plane together. Oh, my God. I think I would have a heart attack. Mm. I think um, I would want to fly somewhere for the day or, like, a little vacay. <laughs> I go a little vacay. Yes, something scenic. And that's also been helping me yeah. too, traveling. Have you traveled the world? Um, so my daughter just graduated in June, and I followed her senior trip. Oh, late. Where'd they go? They went. We went to Paris, wow. Paris, uh, Amsterdam, Switzerland. Did you go to Red Light District? Italy. Just this yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know they have little weed shops. I know. It's not like how it's in. Did you get some weed there? Yeah, I. Yeah. I went into a cafe and I smoked, oh. and it was such a cool vibe. We should. There how was the weed? It wasn't that good, and it was very expensive to be honest. Really? How yeah. much was a gram? Oh my god, I think I paid like. 30 bucks for like two blunts uh-huh. and then play papers like the blunt the wraps the wraps 14 dollars oh they shit. taxed you they said oh they wow. said, not this from girl's, here this girl's american but you know what would be cool like so it was like a little cafe mm-hmm. and i just got my little coffee went and sat at the window and was like smoking my blunt drinking my coffee it was probably the best thing ever that was, I'm like, I don't care. I'll pay when I'm paying. I'll fake buy those yeah. blunts. I'll take my blunts. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. Like, it was such a cool vibe. Yeah. Like, LA needs to have that. No, like, so, I don't know why we so, don't. Like, so that's really dumb. W- there used to be spots in LA where they would I let rem- us yes. in private rooms. Okay. But then we fucked it up. We burnt it out. Oh, shit. But then, like, in New York, when we go to New York, there's a spot that they let us in a private room smoke and eat dinner. And it's the best thing ever. Like, yeah, New York smoking has, weed yeah. and eating and with your boys or your friends is such weed. a vibe. Yeah. I used to be at Delilah smoking weed and probably someone next to me is going on a wedding anniversary where I don't know what the fuck they're doing. You feel me? But I'm here just smoking a blunt and they're letting me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't know. You know what we need to, st- we need to like, my next project, I've always wanted to have a, but like have a private club. Mm. Where it's like members only, like Soho, but cooler because Soho. I know the perfect spot to do it at and really? Saturday a week. Yep, you know. Like, what too. would you do there? Have like, have like a chef come in, uh-huh. serve food. Like, I don't know, maybe not even that. Just have everybody can come in and smoke. Like, like a have, social gathering. Like a social gathering for like networking for like, you know, yeah. um, any type of business, any type of like entrepreneurs, yeah. and but like There's have one it. this week called a network show. Oh really? On, this, uh, on the from the fourth to the sixth. In LA. Oh nice! I want to yeah. go. You pull up. That'd be fun. Yeah. You know how the Soho house is? Yeah, down the street. Yeah, you know, how they, but it's very pretentious. I don't know. It's not really my Have vibe. I, I don't think I've been there. You haven't. I no. got into a valet one time in there. <laughs> Did you like it? I love the Soho house. Do you? Yeah, I go there. I chill the vibe. Uh, you you have a, the only way you can get a membership, if I have a membership, if you I can recommend you. Yeah. And then you can get a membership. Yeah. That's the only way. You can't just go get a membership. Oh, no, okay. you can't. I think, I, need, I think we need to start something like that because I don't know. Why not? That'd be smart. Yeah. Do it. Smart. I'll come. I'll be your first man. <laughs> right? What, do you, okay, what, do, what do you think about entrepreneurship? It's so big nowadays. Um, well, I'm a high school dropout. Mm. So for me, my mindset Talk for about entrepreneur. That. Yeah, I dropped out at 10th grade, guys. Wow. 
and pretty Fuck where your parents at. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad left me, so oh, thanks shit. for that one. No, I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> sorry about that. that deep right there. No, I got a pass. My mom chose drugs over laughing? us. You know, laughing at your so. pain? Look at her. <laughs> that was because that was such a good response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I was I felt like um <laughs> I, I felt like school was bullshit to me. Uh-huh. I mean, not for everybody, you know. Like, I always felt like that. Yeah, I was like, I'm not learning shit here. I want to go here. there and be social and play sports. So I'm not gonna lie. Literally, were you yeah. were you like were you like a good grade? Guy. I had to get all above a C to play. I was like oh, a C okay. guy. My dad only I was a B for guy. C's. B C C's. Mm. B C Big Chief. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> I was a B C guy. A Big yeah, Chief guy. I've always been the B C guy. <laughs> That's right. I think my mentality was more like just get out there and hustle. Uh-huh. You know, I I mean I grew up in the barrio and at twenty at when I was in high school I was like I'm getting out of here I'm moving to New York everyone's yeah. like what your first job. My first job was at Warner Brothers. Oh, my aunt's salon. At, when I dropped out of high school, I went to work at my aunt's salon. And can I tell you something about that? Mm-hmm. What's that? That's where I was able to talk to other people. Because so I grew up in the barrio in 1980. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't leave your neighborhood. What's mm-hmm. that? It's like the A hood. barrio of the hood. The oh, hood. barrio. Okay. Yeah. yeah. East LA? It's like how and Mexicans L- call Placentia, it. And Orange or County. Like a, Orange County. Okay. Yeah. And back then, like, it was, like, really bad. Like, yeah. it was gangs everywhere. Yeah. You couldn't leave your neighborhood. So yeah. I never had a conversation with anybody besides, like, my 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 peers, my mm. friends That's or whatever. That's crazy. That happens a lot. I know it does. That's it really LA. did. It, it still does. It still happens. Yeah. So f- when I actually got a job, shout out to my aunt. My aunt salon in Fullerton, Salon Bernardo's, like, give her a plug. Um, I got a job with her, and I was able to talk to different clients, and I feel like that helped me, and that helped me, like, get my, like... You're doing hair in there, or what were you doing? Yeah, I was, like, blow dry. I went to beauty school and, like, mm. all that shit, and um, all that, and, like, ended up uh, leaving there, and then I told, I when everybody was graduating from high school in 1997, I... Um, was telling my mom, well, I'm not going to get a job until I work in television. She's like, you're crazy. Wow. And that was ended up being my, my what kicked off my career, getting a job at Warner yeah. Brothers. That was a PA. That's great. Oh, that's, You did it. Yeah. Production assistant, yeah. Next. And that's next. what kicked Speaking me off. into existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always and speak a, good things. And a lot of times back then, like, so my dad, my dad grew up around that same era too, mm-hmm. like, where he couldn't, it was like blacks versus Mexicans type era. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so... My dad didn't even care about the whole entrepreneurship or mm-hmm. that. He's like, go to the military and then fucking find a job or whatever like that. And I didn't want to do that. Like, I don't know. And in school, too, like, I just never saw it for me. I just tried to use it to become a cop. Yeah. But that wasn't it either. And you just always, like, I always felt like if I keep thinking like this, like, I got to listen to it. Like, if yeah. I feel like this, I got to listen to it. Like, yeah. I can't ignore it. And I feel like most miserable people are like that. Like, they ignore it. They feel like they got to go buy the book. Oh, yeah. They got to get a nine to five. They have to go to college and shit like that. And they don't want to try to experience a life based off what they feel mm-hmm. or how they want to live. And I'm big on that. I want to move or live how I want to live and yeah. do what I want to do and smoke weed every day and make a lot of money and, you know, and fucking drink a lot of tequila, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's crazy because well, you're when doing you, it. you're, it's for me, it was like they were conditioned to be that way. Well, you're yeah. conditioned to go graduate from high school, go to college, work this cur- certain job. I met with a friend of mine, and I'm not going to name drop, but she's going to know who it is. But we met for the first time in 22 years, and we wow. went to high school together. And all the people that we went to high school, they're all pretty much in the same career path. Mm. And I'm like, you realize I was the only one? And I'm like over here like living my life. I'm traveling 
yeah. everywhere. <laughs> but I'm freelancing, like I'm working for myself, but yeah. like I was the one that went off the beaten path, you know? Mm. Like I was the one that everybody probably thought that it was gonna not make it, but yeah. here I am, I was like, my hustle mentality was like, I'm gonna fucking do mm -hmm. it. And I'm gonna move to New York and you know, I ended up la landing there at 23. And I was like, look at, I was able to experience a whole nother life, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like in that era- A whole new life. A whole new life, yeah. And I feel like in that era, everybody's like gra graduating from high school, going to college, getting married, yeah. having kids and this. And that was, I did the whole opposite. I yeah. went through the whole like chain of- How many lives do you think you lived in this life? A lot. That's insane. People don't understand. You live different lives and lives. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. My New York life was insane. It does compare to this life. Yeah. Forget about it. It's like... Cool. I love New York. We're the biggest brand in New York, like I was telling you. We were talking about it. She yeah. was like, when was the last time you went to New York? I said the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had about the whole weekend, about 3,000 people pull up. It I was saw. Yeah. I saw. That was really dope. Next Shout time out, you, G-Dub. Next time you go, I'm going to go with you guys. That'll yeah, be fun. Yeah, there in November again. Where oh, you, really? Where are you currently located now? So I live in Laguna. Okay. Yeah, I lived in Queens for 15 years, mm -hmm. and now I live in Laguna, um, okay. and I love it there. Calm, it's so nice. Yeah, and peaceful, What I need right now. Clean. Although my rent's, yeah. like, doubling up, up and I'm there. just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, California. What? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. Gas is $30 right now a gallon. Nice. That's like, so nice. crazy. It's like seven. No, wait. I just saw like the one seven. in Bev. You know the one across the street from the Beverly Center. Seven eighty nine. Wow. Lit. Oh my gosh. How high can you go? How, are you electric or are you gas? And ga I'm gas. Yes. And gas is never going down. Like when I when yeah. I first started driving, it was like under three dollars. Yeah, bro. But the thing is, if you go to Mine Texas, gas is two dollars. Jesus. Three dollars in Texas. Yeah, you're from you Texas, other, huh? If you go to other places in the country, gas is like three, four dollars, yeah. five dollars. Yeah. Arizona. That's I'll take the five all yeah. day. I remember it was five dollars last week. It but, was. <laughs> that's the thing. They it conditioned up, us. It went up forty-seven times in this past year. You know I that, right? I saw that. Yeah. It's the same fucking thing we've been using for decades. What the fuck? I know. I know they it's, got a lot of it. They Yo, just want us to use electricity. They're fucking with us. I have a big ass, big body too, so it's like oh, twenty some gallons. So I'm, I'm making like, my own gas. I'm like spending. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Actually, I don't even want to talk about. It. I don't like bitch. I don't care, bitch. I don't care about gas, so I don't bitch about it. I never, I never yeah. care. I just pull up to the thing, fill up. Yeah. God bless, you know. Yeah. yeah. That's a great. I'm grateful because like I see people out there just like when I pull up, it's like five bucks in there. I'm like, damn. Yeah. This, you ever pull what? up? You ever pull up to the thing? And it's like ten bucks or five bucks, and you're like. Well, that was me yeah. before I had my electric car. You know, I would be like, oh, my God, I can't afford. You know, I'm on disability because yeah. I'm not working because right. of my cancer. And I, I really can't right now. But, you know, I'm on a fixed income. My mom income. did the same thing. She used to have quarters and stuff. She'll fill up like a gallon, bro, yeah. trying to get me to school. You feel me? I'm like, I used to look at that. Now I put gas in. I'm just so grateful. Yeah. Just the little things in life that I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. When uh you don't have it, you're like so grateful, and when you do have it, you're more grateful. You know yeah. what? Even more. So that's how you get more things. That's crazy. Huh? Yeah. See, see yeah. I yeah. was what, when you said that, I was actually thinking like I was gonna ask you like, what is like? Did you have a hard upbringing? Like because yeah. I feel like people that had a hard upbringing or gone through a lot of struggles in life make are the strongest mental like yeah, the did. strongest human mentally human beings in this world. So I'm gonna be very candid and very open. So to be blunt. Yeah, my well my brother passed away at fourteen. Sorry about he that. He was fourteen in nineteen ninety two. I was twelve. It was my first day of eighth grade. And before that my mom was abused by my father and he would make us watch. So <laughs> he was a truck driver, uh -huh. cokehead, 
all you can think of. Yeah. I think that's what stirred me away from any type of drug or anything mm-hmm. because I did it, I would never want to be like how he was. Right. Um but I mean he's pulled out a gun on my mom and yeah, yeah it was it was bad. So it was really bad. <laughs> like yeah. it was like I, yeah, it was hostile. Very bad. So my mom ended up escaping. <clears throat> we had to escape, like literally uh-huh. escape. Like That's great. He chased us when we left. So um, I think that is what really, really, really kind of built me into the person that I am. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, that's, that's why you give your daughter so much love, huh? Oh my God. Yeah. She's so spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> By me and her dad, we were separated, but we're like best friends. You know, mm-hmm. we've been separated for, I don't know, my daughter's 17, 18, gonna be 18, and we separated at four, and we have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And me and her father, because it's like we want to make sure we're raising her right. We mm-hmm. live a mile apart from each other. I'm good with his wife. He has mm-hmm. two other kids, and I'm so thankful because it's like, you know, having to live through what I lived through yeah. with my father was, and him. I haven't spoken to him in like 20 years or wow. 20 plus years. Yeah, and he lives in San Jose. Mm. Like Has he reached right, out to you? No. His family lives down the street. My family, my mom actually just like seen his like brother's wife the other day in Mexico. Yeah. And I feel like kids wow, small world. He doesn't even know I have cancer. Yeah. Wow, I don't even crazy. know if or he probably does and still hasn't reached out. That's crazy. Um, I feel like when you go through the dramatic stuff like that, like it really shapes the type of person you are. And when you go through a lot of tough, tough other situations, whether if it's worse or similar of what you've gone through, like I feel like. Like, people like us were able to mentally power through. And I've said it a few times already, but, I mean, because of me, like, because of what my dad and how we were raised and all this stuff, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I feel good about it. So if I go through something, I'm, like, I know I'm going to be good. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, you've already read. It can't, you can't break Your hardest me. battle. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going to happen now? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And you just, <laughs> it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And you just appreciate life from there. Yeah, I yeah. agree. If you could leave off with anything, any advice or some advice that you give yourself while giving to some of the viewers, what would you say? Smoke every day. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chief every day. Oh, she's not kidding. She's not Keep kidding. Keep it blunt. Keep it blunt. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, but I think is <clears throat> taking care of your health and... Mm-hmm. Um, Listening to your body and always standing for yourself and being an advocate for yourself. I think that's really important. Yeah. That's something that I really had to be as like fighting throughout this whole journey. I'm going to give you your flowers. Thank you. I just really got to know you right now. I really appreciate that. And your mentality is on point. Thank you're you. You're on the right track. Thank you. I believe yeah. you're destined for great things and great mm-hmm. things are going to happen to you because you've been tested your whole life. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. Thanks for sharing your story <laughs> too. You know. Thank you for having it, me it, on here. I feel like this is definitely something we needed a different type of podcast today. Something a little more like sentimental and sensitive. But I loved it. Yeah. You made it you. great. Yeah. Uh, you you thank made you. it so great. Thank you for making me so welcome. Go get these. Yes. She smoked all of them in one <laughs> sitting. <laughs> they're, they're what are you putting in this, Omar? <laughs> Shout out Omar, shout out Blue Moon, shout out Ramsey. Yes. Gang shout gang. out Millie, shout out the whole squad. <laughs> shout, shout out, out Chewy squad. in the yeah. back. Shout, shout, out, shout out everybody, yes. you know what yeah. I mean? Shout out to mm-hmm. everybody that's going to support and going to be there on October 6th. And thank you guys, too, for sponsoring and being a part of it and having me on here. Like yeah. that's You're really about dope. to see Joe in action that day. Right? <laughs> oh, uh, you're going to the event? We're going to have a shot. Oh, yeah. We're going to have Well, I'm going to uh, speak there. Shots. 
I'm gonna like do a little oh, speech and stuff. Cool. I hope I think they're gonna talk about the podcast yeah. or you know. Lit. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Hey, go, yeah. hey, when they're up there, be like, follow to be blunt. We're <laughs> almost to 5k, so y'all keep sharing, yep. keep subscribe, uh, keep sharing, so people can subscribe. Recommend it to one person. That's all it takes for us to go. There you go. Do you, you have know? an Instagram? Yes. You want to shout it out? Yeah, it's Hola Chola Inc. And that's Hola Chola. Hola Chola. <laughs> Fire name. Make sure you guys tap Thank in you. with her. Make Thank sure you guys you are. Us. Thank Make you sure you guys everybody. like, comment, subscribe, Go share. get that all in. Yeah. Hoodie season. Let's go. See ya. There you go. <laughs> Dope. Adios. <laughs> it's Ola Chola.